The Reflection BGRT capability requires 510K clearance. This feature is not available for sale. One of the most dreadful words to follow a cancer diagnosis is to hear that the disease has metastasized, or using a different term, that the cancer is stage four. But what does this really mean? Welcome to our podcast series on metastatic cancer. I'm Sean Shravani, and I'm a radiation oncologist, and I lead clinical and medical affairs for Reflection Medical. In this series, we'll discuss what metastatic cancer is, how it's treated, and the exciting frontiers in treatment that are coming online even as we speak. But let's start at the beginning. What is cancer? As you probably know, cancer is an abnormal growth of cells in your bodies. They divide, they multiply, and they crowd out the cells that are around them. As they do this, they can form an actual lump that you can feel or sometimes a mass that is detected on an x-ray. The good thing about catching these cancers early is that while you're still dealing with a lump, you can oftentimes cure the patient by cutting it out, burning it, freezing it, radiating it, or whatever you need to to get rid of it. However, if we find that some of those abnormal cells have left the original lump, travel to a distant organ, we say that the cancer has metastasized, and that faraway colony is a metastasis. Maybe you've had a family member experience something like this. Maybe they had a lung cancer that showed up in the liver or a breast cancer that later showed up in the brain. So how does that happen in the first place? Well, thankfully, a series of complex steps are required and so some cancers never really get there. First, cancer cells from the original tumor must gain the ability to access all of the highways and byways of our body our blood vessels and our lymphatic channels. Then, once they're on those highways, they have to gain the skills to travel to a distant place, invade and colonize that tissue, and survive within that environment. And it could be a very hostile environment. Finally, even if they get that far, they have to figure out a way to gain nutrients, a blood supply, and all the other things that they need to live. If every single one of those steps is successful, then, and only then, is the patient have metastatic disease or stage four cancer. And like I said, because of the complexity of those steps, many cancers are caught and dealt with before that ever happens. For those patients who do have metastatic disease, how do doctors detect them? Well, sometimes they're identified through routine imaging scans that are taken when a patient is first diagnosed with cancer. These include things like x-rays, MRIs, PET scans, and CT scans. Sometimes patients just complain of a symptom that clues their physician in that a metastasis might be going on. You might imagine that metastases in the liver might cause a yellowing of the skin called jaundice or tiredness. A metastasis in the brain can cause a neurological symptom like a loss of sensation or movement or maybe even a seizure. Some cases, those metastases appear right when the original cancer is diagnosed and in other cases, they are detected years later, even after that first cancer has been treated in a process called recurrence. What is the prognosis of patients with metastatic cancer? For generations, oncologists have counseled patients that metastatic cancer is not a curable condition. The idea has been that once the horse is out of the barn, once the cancer has gone from the original lump to elsewhere in the body, that it's too late to put the patient into something called durable remission or cure. 
our traditional way of thinking is that those patients can still benefit from therapy because we can slow down the disease or halt the spread for a time. And that usually requires a therapy that also travels all over the body, just like the cancer cells did. Things like chemotherapy. To be sure, when a patient hears that their cancer can be held off for a while, but not ultimately cured, that that is a source of great distress for them and their loved ones. This moment usually requires some focus on end-of-life decisions and careful consideration of incorporating palliative care or hospice into the treatment plan. In addition to the personal toll that metastatic cancer takes on patients, it also represents a tremendous public health challenge, both here in the United States and across the world. Think about this. About 9.6 million cancer deaths occur worldwide every year. And among those cancer deaths, nine out of 10 of them are because the patients are in a metastatic cancer stage. In the United States, cancer will actually outpace heart disease to become the leading cause of death this year. And yet, despite these grim statistics, the last decade of clinical discovery has generated incredible hope and optimism among oncologists and patients. Believe me that it is not an exaggeration to say that our treatment approaches to metastatic cancer are being rewritten every year. Exciting therapies like immunotherapy, targeted agents, and radionuclide therapies, even cellular therapies, are emerging to attack metastatic cancer in new ways. And with these treatments, there may be groups of patients with metastatic cancer whose disease can be controlled for years. Even that other C word, cure, is becoming an active goal of researchers. Before, it represented something like a rare miracle. In this podcast, I want to illuminate metastatic cancer. We'll talk about why it's deadly, how it's treated today, and how metastatic cancer evades and escapes those treatments. We'll also discuss how the standard of care is set to radically evolve in the current era of constant biomedical discovery. I'm especially excited that we will discuss these topics with some of the foremost oncologists practicing today and learn their perspectives from the laboratory to the clinic. I hope you'll join us next time as we continue this conversation.